Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 173. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of and please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. All right, before we jump into today's episode, I have a few announcements. If you haven't subscribed to my free weekly newsletter, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Second, you can now rate podcasts on Spotify. Right below my podcast description, you'll now see a rating option. If you enjoy the content I drop every week for free, I ask one simple favor in return, clicking that button and giving the podcast an honest rating. Lastly, the biggest piece of news, one of the most frequent requests I receive is for more episodes, more content. Well, you ask and I deliver. I'm now dropping two episodes a week. Monday episodes will remain the same. I'm now dropping a second episode on Thursdays at 1 a.m. Eastern. Be on the lookout for these additional episodes weekly. It is completely normal to feel anxious and experience unclear thinking during stressful situations. The challenge is making sure that it doesn't take hold of our thinking that it doesn't start to make decisions on its behalf. When this happens, nine times out of ten, it becomes more difficult to navigate these moments with clarity, thoughtfulness, and elevation. It can also be challenging to come down from this heightened state. So what are some ways that we can stay calm during these stressful situations? What are some ways that we can navigate these stressful situations with clarity, ultimately allowing us to overcome these moments. Number one, perform breathing exercises. Now you may be thinking, breathing? We breathe every single day. How is this any different? Breathing is one of the best things that we can do to interrupt the cycle of anxiety. See, when we're anxious, we tend to breathe quick and shallow breaths. And in the course of doing so, we're sending signals to our brain which triggers that fight or flight behavior. Taking the opportunity to control our breathing and perform longer inhaling and exhaling allows us to interrupt that cycle, helping to reduce that anxiety. By doing so, we're tricking our brain, which therefore allows us to stay truly present and focus on the true situation at hand. Now, some of you may be thinking, okay, That all sounds good, but is there a tool that can help to facilitate a productive breathing exercise? Because let's be honest, in these moments, it may be challenging to do these breathing exercises on your own. And the answer would be yes. I actually use an app called Breathwork, B-R-E-A-T-H-W-R-K. What I like about this app is that it comes in a free version and a pro version. Even the free version is packed with value. 
When you sign up, you'll go through a quick quiz, which allows the app to align you with the right breathwork exercises, given what your needs are. Once you're signed up, you can search through a bunch of different breathing exercises. For specifically the calming category, they have a number of exercises from anxiety easing to panic button to clearing your mind. Most of these exercises are about one minute with a combination of controlled inhaling and exhaling. And let me tell you, the right breath work can mean a lot for our mind. I use this app for a few different things, waking up sometimes, giving my brain the extra boost when needed before I host an interview for this podcast. It gives me the opportunity to clear my mind and become present. And lastly, during the evening, a way to ease my mind into a resting state. Number two, question your thoughts. Most of the time, when we are smack dab in the middle of a stressful situation, or before we are about to enter one, a shit ton of thoughts start rushing through our minds, as if someone pulled a lever to lift the dam that was holding back all of these worst-case scenario thoughts, those what-if thoughts. And in the moment of those negative thoughts flowing and filling up our lake, we tend to become extremely overwhelmed, deflated, start to question our ability to push through. This is where we start to self-sabotage. This is clinically known as catastrophic thinking. So what are some things that we can do in the moment to break this cycle? What are some things that we can ask ourselves to pull in the life jacket of reality? Ask yourself these four questions. Is this likely to happen? This allows us to question the likelihood of these thoughts becoming a reality. Is this a rational thought? 99% of the time, these thoughts are irrational. They sound somewhat rational in the moment as our minds are just grasping. Has this ever happened to me before? Most likely, you've been presented with a similar, if not the exact same situation you are facing now, and you overcame it or surpassed it before, which means you'll likely do it again. What's the worst that can happen? Can I handle that? Whatever the honest answer is, for the worst case scenario, you'll likely be able to handle it. Remind yourself of all that you've faced before and overcame. A bonus question that you can ask yourself, am I going to allow this situation to steal my peace? I love the power of this question because the answer is so damn obvious. This question allows us to capture the impact of allowing any stressful situation to eat away at us. These five questions allow us to be honest with ourselves. They allow reality to take over. They allow us to squash negative thoughts. They allow us to start flooding our mind with what's real, which crowds out those false thoughts. They snap us back into reality. They also allow us to boost our confidence in the moment, which means that we'll be able to address things with our best self. These stressful situations can trigger us to think that a problem is impossible to overcome. Now, 
There may be certain aspects of a problem that are impossible to solve, but I guarantee there are certain aspects that are solvable. And when we focus on the components of the problem that are solvable, we can highlight control, which means that we'll feel more confident, which means that we'll be able to lower the level of stress even opening more clarity to solve the problem on an even more efficient level. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone, or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Number three, visualize. Imagining ourselves in a situation other than the one we're currently facing allows us to visualize ourselves in a state of calmness. By taking significant energy and effort into this visualization, we start to slowly pull focus away from the stressful situation we're facing. Now, I don't mean that we're ignoring everything that we're facing. But by visualizing a calm state, we can refer back to it during that heightened anxious state. Now, the key to this is hyper-focusing on the components of being calm, visualizing our senses when we are relaxed and calm. Maybe it's at the lake, slowly drifting out with the water on a float. Maybe it's sitting by a river, listening to the water flow. Maybe it's swinging from a hammock in the woods. Maybe it's laying with your dog in the park. Whatever visual you want, you get to create. And when you start to create these visuals, pay close attention to what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, how your body feels. Paying close attention to these senses helps to bring us to the state of calmness. And I want to be clear, this takes practice like anything else. So if you've never attempted this visualization, try doing it in a calm state the first time rather than in an anxious, stressful state later on. That way, when you are facing that stress, you can better handle the transition. Another visualization that tends to work, imagine your mom, your dad, your sibling, your significant other, a close friend, laughing. The effort that it takes to create this visual is very little. Everyone 
with very little thought and effort, can imagine someone very close to them smiling or laughing. That visualization will help to slowly throw a smile on your face, or at least a smirk. It will fill your body with positive emotions. In stressful situations, sometimes it's about the mental removal rather than the physical removal. This allows us to physically face the stress. Number four, disconnect. We are presented with hundreds and hundreds of opportunities to distract ourselves from reality. Hundreds of opportunities to run away from being with ourselves, being in the moment, being present, listening to ourselves, listening to our emotions, listening to what we need. And all of this is extremely dangerous and damaging. When we use these things, like mindlessly scrolling through TikTok or binging Netflix shows, we are doing two things. First, throwing time away. Think about that. A priceless item like time. We simply have little regard and just throw it away. Never getting those moments back. Second, we are looking for an escape. To escape reality. To escape the stress. To avoid facing those things. This only helps to compound that stress. To simply delay it. It holds us back from facing it. And the reason this is so dangerous is because we now strip the opportunity to refine how we approach stress, how we handle it, how we navigate it, which means that as opposed to leveraging these moments of facing stress, we turn away from them. That doesn't actually make them go away. It simply compounds things. It puts us further behind knowing how to face those moments. And deep down, deep down, we all know this. We all realize this. But it's about being honest with ourselves and truly recognizing it out loud and correcting course. Now, I'm certainly not saying that you can't enjoy these moments of escapism. But what I am saying is to find balance. And more importantly, not using them as a crutch. So what can we do to avoid using these moments as a crutch? Before turning on the TV or picking up your phone when feeling stressed or overwhelmed or anxious, ask yourself, am I using this to escape? What could I be doing to address this stress? Another tip, limit how much time you spend on your phone or watching TV. You can accomplish this through a daily habit tracker, putting a limit on your phone, removing certain apps altogether, filling your schedule with things that will drive clarity, like reading, writing, or exercising. Set time blocking on your calendar each day where you specifically disconnect. Keep track through a habit tracker to hold yourself accountable. Being connected constantly sets the expectation that we should be available 24-7. That in itself is stressful. Our connected world has made it more challenging to disengage. This is why we need to be thoughtful about our time. We don't get more of it. And spending the time we do have 
always stressed out and overwhelmed can do more harm than we realize in the long term. A sprinkle of stress is a good thing, but like anything else, it comes down to portion control. So to recap, number one, perform breathing exercises. Breathing is one of the best things that we can do to interrupt the cycle of anxiety. When we are anxious, we tend to breathe quick and shallow breaths. Take an opportunity to control your breathing and perform longer inhaling and exhaling. There are a multitude of apps that you can leverage for these breathing exercises. The one I prefer is breath work, but be sure to check out others that may be more fitting for you. Number two, question your thoughts. Ask yourself these four questions. Is this likely to happen? Is this a rational thought? Has this ever happened to me before? What's the worst that can happen? Can I handle it? These four questions allow us to be honest with ourselves. They allow reality to take over. They allow us to start flooding our mind with what's real, which crowds out those false thoughts. Number three, visualize. Imagining ourselves in a situation other than the one we're currently facing allows us to visualize ourselves in a state of calmness. By taking significant energy and effort into this visualization, we start to slowly pull focus away from the stressful situation we're currently facing. Visualize your senses when you're calm. What you hear, what you smell, what you taste, how your body feels. Paying close attention to these senses helps to bring us to the state of calmness. And number four, disconnect. Before turning on the TV or picking up your phone when feeling stressed or overwhelmed, ask yourself, am I using this to escape? What could I be doing to address this stress? Limit how much time you spend on your phone or watching TV. Set time blocking on your calendar each day where you disconnect. Keep track through a habit tracker to hold yourself accountable. Remember, like anything else, it comes down to portion control. This week's shout out is by Cormier, who wrote a review on Apple. This podcast hosted by Scott helps put certain topics in life in a new light of perspective. Also helps by giving you motivation and guidance from another angle on how to help solve whatever issue you might be going through in life. So if you're having issues that might need either another point of view or just some helpful guidance, look to Scott to help out with that. And hopefully afterwards, you will be on your way to success. Cormier, I appreciate the review for an opportunity to be next week's shout out. Please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into how to stay calm in stressful situations. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a mindset production.